following is a presentation of Financial Crisis Recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Hey, hey, welcome everybody. How are you doing today? We just kicked Jason and Rob out of the out of my office. <laughs> and uh, we have another episode of Great Waters Retirement Radio going on here this morning. And the topic today, I think, is a really, really interesting one. And it is essentially finding your purpose in retirement. It is, it is an interesting study because, in fairness, so much about our own self-esteem, self-worth, who we are, is about what we do in our professions and our jobs. And even if you don't like your job, you still are so engaged in the time that it takes to get there, to get home, talking on the phone with, with other folks you work with when you're at home on the weekends. And then, of course, obviously all the time that you're actually there and engaged. Well, just imagine that that's going to be gone when you retire and you're so excited about doing what you're going to do, but what is that? And so you've got to replace that time. And that is something that is, is exciting and daunting all at the same time, I think. So in studio, we have Elijah Kovar, and we're going to be discussing this. So what do you think, Elijah? Pretty good topic, huh? Pretty good topic. I think it might be the most important topic, Todd. Yeah. Uh, day after day, I'm sitting down with people who are nearing retirement, and uh, we're getting them ready. We're planning Social Security. And some of the things we'll talk about today, we'll talk about financial things as well. Um, you know, creating a spending plan and making sure that they understand their cash flows from Social Security to pensions to how much they have to draw from their non-IRA assets or their IRAs or their Roth IRAs. There's so much to consider. Taxes is a big one. But when we get past all the financial stuff and we've taken care of all of the planning, more often than not, I sit down with people who were planning on retirement and they're a little hesitant. And people try to make it about a financial reason, but the reality is many people are well more than uh, prepared for retirement financially. They've saved more than enough. They couldn't spend through the money if they wanted to. But they're still hesitant to retire. Well, and that's kind of it, isn't it? They don't know how to spend the money like that. They've spent most of their careers trying to be as thrifty as possible to amass money. Right. And now spending it is like going in a 180 degree different direction, <laughs> so, right? So that, that's a big part we want to talk about is we've got this accumulation phase where you never touch it and you pat yourself on the back every time you don't spend the money. Discipline and frugality, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. right. Delayed gratification. But then we get to retirement and we just keep delaying. If you never spend any of it, right? It's not gratification; it's just delaying, right? right? And, so. and 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 that's I mean I and that's I found it interesting as we were you know kind of going through what we would talk about here on the show that you know we do a lot of business planning um, in our in our coaching business and it's it's not you know planning your retirement is not unlike that it's kind of like writing a business plan what you're going to do and then in, in, enveloping your financial. Uh, assets and your income around the things you want to do as a plan going forward, right? Right. You have to be intentional. Otherwise, time flies by and nothing great happens. 
people have all these aspirations, these ideals about retirement and how they're going to spend it and what they're going to do with their time. And then more often than not, I talk to somebody six months, 12 months, 18 months into retirement and they go, gosh, I've been too busy to do any of that stuff. Cause it's easy to just let yourself get busy running from this to that, right. taking care of something. And we really have to prioritize what are the big things, the most important things that we want to spend our time on. And a lot of those busy things that come up, we can push them off just like we did while we were working. Right. You know, we've got to prioritize. So it's more about figuring out what you're going to do rather than just doing things and letting it happen. It's more about having a plan related to it. Right. Having a plan. And then the the big overarching issue and the, the thing that causes people to hesitate to retire beyond the money is that you spend 40 hours a week at your job. 50. That's 60, when you walk in the door and leave. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, we spend so much of our time developing social relationships at work, uh, whether that's with vendors and, and people that we're doing business with, or if that's with coworkers or employees. Uh, you have a huge amount of social life there. Uh, every time somebody asks you, what do you do? What do you say? You talk about your profession. Right. Which is kind of interesting when most people would say that's not the most important thing in their life, but it's the way we describe ourselves. So how, after 30 or 40 years, do you not have some sort of uh, or part of your identity attached to your work? For certain. That's real. Utterly wrapped up in it. Yeah, your purpose. You're getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars or, or millions of dollars throughout your career to provide all this value for people. There's a tremendous amount of purpose in that. And then all of a sudden, we're just going to quit. We're going we're gonna to leave all those skills on the shelf, all those relationships. We're just going to leave them. And all the purpose and value that we've driven, the identity that we have attached to this career, we're just going to walk away. Who are you in retirement? Well, it's interesting because you have, as you're talking, I'm, I'm old enough to have to have something that, that is truly relatable to this. And so folks, if you're, if you're thinking about this, let me give you an example that comes to my mind. My, my kid, uh, my son, Alexander was an incredible athlete in high school and he played football and he ran track. Well, I'll tell you what, when high school ended, he went away to, went away to college, the Friday night football ended and it was mm-hmm. like the death of yeah. someone. Yeah. It was just like Friday nights would come literally and I would just sit there like I had nothing to do. Nowhere to, no hockey to drive to, no nothing. And and it was just devastating. Mm-hmm. So I think retirement is a bit, I mean, you lose your job. It's even more so. It's yeah. just, you just sit there and you don't know what to do with yourself. Right. So the goal is you better be planning in advance. Now, the other thing that's, that's really interesting is that there are 10,000 baby boomers that are turning 65 every day. Every day, 10,000 people are turning 65 in the U.S. So, this is notable because 65 for most of us is what we think of as retirement. Now, whether or not that's accurate, I'll let uh, Elijah answer that. Mm-hmm. I suspect people are probably maybe pushing it a little farther. But regardless, just think about the number of people who are who are falling into this position rather than planning their way into this position. Right, right. We've been raising kids. We've been right. saving. We've been doing all these things, paying off debt. We're so busy for all these years. People... Retirement sneaks up on them and they go, oh, geez, what am I going to do? Who am I going to be in this next season in life? Uh, so there's there's a couple sides of it. There's the there's the human side. There's the psychological side of it, just getting ready there, which I think is the big thing 
Um, a lot of people think the financial thing is, is the biggest part. And right. That's what I do for a living is help people with the financial piece. Yes, it's big. I'm not going to undercredit that. We have an entire company that's growing because we help people on the financial side. That makes sense. Okay. But what's most important? Is it, is it really about money at the end of the day? Or did you put that money there for a reason? It's about who are you going to be? What kind of lifestyle are you going to live? What kind of things are you going to do? What kind of dreams, hopes, ambitions do you have? What kind of memories do you want to create with the people that matter most to you? Those are the things that that really we've uh, got to get clear it about. It really is an emotional transition. I mean, I'm listening right. to you say these things and I'm just, I can so relate to all of it. Absolutely. Um, I had, my, my grandpa passed away um, October 2017, uh, just a couple months before that. You had him on the show here, Todd. And talking about his World War II stories, and he had gone out and... Amazing guy. He was, yeah. Joe Kovar, a tremendous guy. You can look him up on YouTube, and he's telling his stories from the front lines in Patton's 3rd Infantry, went in at the invasion in France all the way through to the Battle of the Bulge, and he spent the last few uh, years of his life on a mission, going out and raising funds for um, the Minneapolis-St. Paul Vets Home and the Hastings uh, and uh, he would bring truckloads of, of, you know, everything from sweatpants to clean socks for these people down there to soft drinks and flat screen TVs and treadmills. I mean, he raised just tons of money for this, going out and telling his war stories to schools, to uh, civic groups, to businesses, um, big businesses. And um, they would donate money and he'd go and help people with this money. He didn't make a penny from it. But that was the kind of guy he was all the way through retirement. He always had something he was up to. He had a mission and had the privilege of speaking at his funeral. And uh, when I was there, I I looked from the front of the room. Every single pew was packed. I mean, kids sitting on their parents' laps because there wasn't room. It was packed. And then in the back, it was filled with people standing, as many as could fit in there, uh, shoulder to shoulder, standing in the back of the room. And then, then, then there was on the left side of the room, two sets of double doors that were open so that all the people lining the hallway out to the door could try to peek in and view his funeral. Now, when you're 92, you've already outlived all of your friends. He had outlived every one of his friends. These were all new people and people whose lives he had touched. At the end of the day, he wasn't leaving any of them any money. He, wasn't, he didn't leave any of us any money. My grandma was still alive. Why were people showing up at his funeral? That's your legacy. It's, it's what kind of memories did you create? What kind of an impact did you have? Did you, did you spend time with the people and do things with and for the people that really mattered for you? You know, I think those are the things that we need to be a little bit more focused on. And money is simply a tool that allows us to go and do those things. So we've got to plan the money well so that we're not afraid about it. We're not worried about having enough. We're not worried about, am I going to have enough for security if the nursing home happens or if memory care happens? We've got to have a plan for all those things. We've got to minimize taxes. But then once we have the plan, that should free us up to be able to go and be intentional and make an impact. Well, it's, uh, I mean... (laughs) Papa Kovar, your, grand, your grandfather, certainly lived, had a purpose-driven life. Right. There's no doubt about it. And for, you know, for a lot of people, maybe the, the work or profession that you're in isn't uh, purpose-driven for you. But retirement can be. Right. You get your you get your opportunity to rewrite your own story here, right. and and you know now you're old enough and wise enough, presumably, to know what you want. And so, you know, to be able to plan that out and say, all right, if I had it to do over again, these are the things that, that I would, that I would do. Well, here's your chance. 
you know, and uh, and 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 I think that uh, that doing things that that are beneficial. One of the things I you know read about in here is charitable work that you can do, which can be so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I think that a lot of people need to be thinking about is mentorship. Mentorship is such a, another another. Uh, you know, passion that, that can be so rewarding and so fulfilling. And, and, you know, you need to do things that make you feel engaged and boy, I don't know what else would. So, you know, you, you work with your clients, you get to know them and, you know, the education of this, it's, it's ironic that, as you say, you work so much with people's finances, but educating them on this component of their lives. And of course, they'll all say, yeah, 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 I know. But they really don't because they really yeah. don't take the time to really consider what it's going to be like. They've been dreaming about just not having to get up and go to work every morning. Right. right? That's right. about the extent of the planning. Yeah, right. I think it's going to be an extended vacation. That's, that's right. not the reality. After a couple of weeks, you go, geez, I can only watch so much television, play so much golf. Well, you know, and you it's know. funny because. Because after generally after about, you know, three to five years, people will tell you in retirement that they're bored, that they're lonely and 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 it doesn't need to be that way at all. But but for a lot of people who don't do this type of planning, it winds up being that you're right. You're right. Absolutely. And it's fun, though, when you when you see people who are intentional about it before they enter retirement to watch them go out and do things and volunteer in places that they didn't have time to volunteer before, but now they've got 40 hours a week free. They fill up their schedule with things that really matter now that they're passionate about. And it's not work. When I mean, that's that. cool. That is just, yeah. that's so cool to be able to do yeah. that. I mean, well, I just, and, and we have to realize that retirement is a new concept inside of the last century. I mean, nobody retired a hundred years ago. Right. It wasn't, well, first of all, they only lived to 58. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so they died once they, you know, they maybe retired for six months. But um, it, it really is a new concept, and it's not necessarily help or uh, healthy to just go. All right, I'm retired. That means I'm done. Uh, we've got to have purpose. That's the way we are made. It's who you know. Without purpose, what are you? You've got to have something that you're up to. You've got to be intentional about that. And that's that's really the main thing at the end of the day. We'll talk about some of the financial things here uh, to get you ready. Um, but it, just remember, with all of the financial issues, we can help you have more money, but money is a tool. And if a carpenter has a, a, a van full of tr- tools, but they never build anything, what was the point, right? Just having millions of dollars doesn't make the difference. It's how are you going to be intentional and what is it there uh, to free you up to do? So the spending plan that we just, well, the exercise we just talked about is a great way to start thinking about how you want to spend your time in retirement and the transition from working years to retirement, as we, this is Elijah and I have talked, is emotionally hard for a lot of people. We're leaving behind all of our social connections. We're leaving behind the routine, possibly for sure. I think are a lot of people, a sense of purpose. So before you leave your career, uh, you want to have a list of the things that you want to retire in your first five years. That's kind of my point about a business plan being five right. years. And, you know, if you want to travel, where you want to go, what you want to do. Uh, and and so when you when you do this planning with people, give me a sense of how that actually goes, Elijah. Sure. So in the first meeting, when we sit down with people, the very first thing that we do is we, we go through and we talk about what's important to them, what do they value, what matters, before we get into any of the financial stuff. And in an ideal world, uh, whether it's feasible or not, tell me what you would spend your money on and spend your time on when you get into retirement, whether we can afford it or not. Let's just, let's just get this on paper. 
and we start assigning dollar values to things like the number one thing that most commonly comes up. It's not for everybody, but for most people is travel. Uh, people want to, you know, just they've got free time now. So right. they want to go out and take those trips and maybe take a two week vacation instead of a one week vacation and do that once or twice a year. So we'll build in anywhere from five to thirty five thousand dollars a year that people want to spend in those first 10, 15, 20 years. A lot of people, they like to do that extra travel between retirement and 80. And for some reason, that's a, a natural age that comes up. I guess we get a little older and maybe don't have the health or ambition to do those things. But so we'll build in a budget into their plan where we say, let's spend an extra $10,000 per year on this. And we, and we have to plan on that financially. Otherwise, what we find out is people who have been saving all these years, tend to just not spend the money. Right. They're chronic savers is what right. we call them. So, uh, Todd, a lot of uh, uh, younger, high-income earners that you work with, they've been overspending, and right. you help them kind of gain control of their budget. Right. On the flip side, my clients, they've saved incredibly well throughout their working years. They've got great habits of not spending money. And now we need to be intentional to make a plan and say, this is what you're going to designate certain monies for so that you actually can feel free to go out and spend it and not feel frivolous when you do it because we planned it. Well, I I think when you say that, I I, I think about, so so for for the most part, just because most people are this, you're talking about people who are salaried people who work for companies and corporations and their, their lives through their working years have been very regimented, you know, regimentation, go to work, do this, do this, do this. And everything is pretty much on a consistent and and, uh, schedule, which is, you know, uh, uh, on some level, uh, as an example of the military, it's, it's comforting because you know where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there. And now you're not. So Mm -hmm. you've got to create something that replaces that regimentation in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you have to build your spending plan around that. Right. Or the other way around. Right. When 3M or Target or Toro or uh, Medtronic isn't calling you up and telling you where you need to be or setting your schedule. What do you do with all that time? That's that's really important. And here's the thing. Uh, People think that they're going to spend less in retirement. Uh, There's this common uh, methodology that I've heard over and over. It says that you should, uh, the rule of thumb states that you should plan to live on 80% of your current spending after you leave work. Where that came from, I don't know, but it's, it's ridiculous. My clients, okay, I don't know about you, but I work Monday through Friday and I spend all of my money on the weekends, Saturday and Sunday. Right. Home in, Depot. <laughs> yeah, in retirement, you've got six Saturdays and a Sunday Absolutely. to spend money. People actually spend more money in retirement, particularly in the early years, because they're increasing that travel budget. They're doing extra things. Um, So being intentional about saying, how much am I really going to spend? Let's take 100% of today's spending. What are my current spending habits for my current lifestyle? And if I'd like to continue that lifestyle, I have to plan on that continuing through retirement. And then the next thing is building in travel, building in health care. People think they've been paying for their own health care. Well, you have. But that's before you get your paycheck. Right. So your current household budget doesn't include health care. We've got to add health care into that. So your Medicare Part B premiums at 65 at 136 per month, plus your uh, your uh, uh, supplement policy on top of that, plus additional out of pockets. As we get older, we go to the doctor more. So we recommend building in an extra $400 per month per person from 65 on. If you retire at 60, you've got to pay maybe seven, eight, nine hundred dollars a month for your health insurance 
from 60 until 65 when Medicare starts supplementing part of it. It's interesting because people do absolutely live on their take-home pay. Right, right. right. People and, forget that's that's an extra eight, ten thousand $10,000 a year for healthcare and retirement that people completely neglect to build into their plan. That can make or break somebody. That's the difference in a budget with inflation adjusted of literally going broke in your 90s or having a million dollars, a thousand dollars growing with inflation over time. Just compound interest on that. It's really important that we plan for these kind of things. You, um, you, you talked about the uh, 80, 80% of what you're going to spend in retirement of what you're spending now. I started in this industry, financial planning. And that's what they told everybody. And I'm going to tell you, folks, my experience of 35 years is that is so untrue. But the irony is you can't convince people of that because all they're ever thinking about is the biggest payment they have, their house payment. And if that's going away, they think they're going to have money hand over fist. And it's just absolute nonsense. But they believe that. And the the shocking part, folks, is that your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance go up. And at this point... They're probably as much or more than your house payment used to be 20 years ago. Right. You know, so it's crazy. It's, it's not an accurate portrayal. It's, 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 you're completely right. We've, we've helped over a thousand people retire at Great Waters Financial. We've built out over 4,000 customized financial plans and almost never are people spending less in retirement than when they were working. Um, now here's some exceptions. There are some things that we want to factor in. We want increased discretionary spending for certain things, but then, uh, mortgage being paid off. We want to show when that mortgage is being paid off inside of a plan. If you have uh, uh, vehicles, when are those being paid off? But then here's the thing. If you're 65 and retiring, you are going to have a new car in your lifetime. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You might drive less, but you have to factor for new cars, especially when you're in your 80s. You don't want a car that's breaking on you in the Minnesota winter. Right. So we need to build in a budget for future car purchases, even if that car payment is going away. Um, So just, just all those additions and subtractions all have to be taken into account before we look at any of the assets or social security or anything like that. And then considering the cost of those things with inflation when you meet, when you need them down the road. Yes. That's so vital. That inflationary right. thing is just an insidious little bugger that eats yeah. away at your purchasing power. And, and here's a commonly missed fact with this. Social security is going to grow but not as fast as your expenses will grow. Right on Social Security's website, it says that they use the wrong cost of living adjustment. They're using the wrong number when they give you raises every year. They're using the CPIW, the Consumer Price Index for Urban Wage Earners, who are under age 55. Well, people over 65 have different spending habits, and right on SocialSecurity.gov's website, they say that people over 55 should be using the CPIE for their budgeting, which grows faster. So we have to plan on a half percent discrepancy. Maybe you plan on a 2% inflation on your social security and two and a half percent on your expenses. So that gap widens every year and we have to figure out what assets are we going to draw from to cover that gap. We're going to take a break here. We are with Elijah Kovar from Great Waters Financial talking about your retirement. So, you know, you think about it, uh, you want to retire. What are you going to do when you retire? How are you going to keep yourself busy? How much money are you going to spend? You're going to burn through the money fast or you're going to stay the way you are today and, and can't spend money if your life depended on it. Neither one are necessarily where you want to be. You got to have a plan. We'll be right back.
Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to HomeRentalSystems.com or call now, 612-701-4375. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-462. For a free consultation. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to sma2day.com. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you're structured improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have 
have otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels & Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's CYA21.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We have Elijah Kovar in studio, Great Waters Retirement Radio, first weekend of first Saturday of every of every month. And hey, Elijah, we are a family show. We have uh, we have someone else in here with us running co-pilot too, don't we? Yep, I, I brought one of my favorite boys, Gianni, my six-year-old. Do you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's there we go. That's so, his first time so, talking to thousands of people. There you go, man. He's real. He's real. <laughs> Johnny. All right. So let's pick it up, Elijah. So when you enter retirement, uh, you know, there's a lot of financial advisors who would have you believe that you want to you want to stay in the market, keep all your money in the market. And hey, you know, that's where you're going to get your highest rate of return. But there's some danger involved in that, isn't there? There is. There is. Now, here's the thing. I want to be very clear. There are people out there telling you that the market is going to tank and you need to get all your money out of the stock market, that it's bad and you're going to lose everything. Do not listen to them. Anytime somebody says something so unbalanced, it's, it's, it's just a bit extreme. All right. Then there are other people on the other side of it that say you should have everything in the stock market. You'll average 8 to 12% per year. And we know since 1926, the market has averaged 10.2%. All right. That is true. However, the market has only returned 10% one time since 1926. <laughs> sometimes it's positive 35. Sometimes it's negative 35 in a year. Um, it's, it's up and down and here's the reality as you, if you're 30 and you're 40 years old and you just stay in there and you don't sell when it's down and you may be sitting there thinking, well, I know what I did in 2008. I didn't panic. I was logical. I didn't sell and now I'm fine. That's great. That makes sense in the accumulation phase of life. But as we get into retirement, it's a different phase of life. It's the distribution phase of life where we might be drawing $2,000, $3,000, $8,000 a month out of those accounts for the very first time, and now the rules change. If the market's down and you have to take $30,000 out in a year and the next year and the next year, let's say the market's down for five years before it recovers, like it was in 2008, 07 to 2012 it took to recover. If you have to sell $30,000 of your stock to pay your bills and do your traveling in retirement for those five years, we sold low, we bought high, We sold low. We broke the fundamental rule of investing. You locked in your losses and those investments, which is what you do whenever you sell, right? Those investments may average 10%, but you won't because you sold your shares. You locked in losses. You could end up with negative returns. And we saw this happen to people in the financial crisis in 2008. We saw it happen to people in the year 2000 when the tech bubble broke people who were retiring at that time. So if you were 10 years out from retiring then, but now you're on the cusp of retirement, it's a different phase. If you're within five or 10 years of retirement now, we've got to start scaling back some of the assets and have some sort of principal protection so that when the market's down, we can draw from a source that's not in the market. Now, I want to be crystal clear about something. I'm not saying get out of the stock market. I'm not saying put everything in conservative. What I'm saying is 
have money in the stock market. That is the best hedge against inflation uh, of any asset class is a diversified, a globally diversified portfolio, primarily based in U.S. equities. That's our best hedge historically against inflation. So we should have a majority of our money in the market. However, we should have money that's set off to the side, uncorrelated asset classes that do not lose when the market goes down. And whether that's 15% of your portfolio or 35% of your portfolio, it should be a minority of your portfolio, but a substantial amount that you can draw from to get you through a five-year down period and pay your bills every month Take the vacations in those first five years of retirement, even if the market's down, and never have to sell low to do it. It's 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 such a powerful point, and you know essentially what Elijah said is that the inflation is eroding the purchasing power of your money all the time, and you really don't you can live with the huge fluctuations in the market, provided that you don't need to sell or you need the money. That's where it goes bad because as, as Elijah said, when you take the money, you're locking in those losses because you're selling at that particular point in time. If you can live with the, with the market fluctuations because you don't need the money. Well, that's great. But when you get to retirement, you do need the money. You right. need the income. Yeah. They and say just be long term. Well, you can't be long term in retirement. You've been long term. Now you've got to pay your bills. That's right. And, and you know, look, folks, there's intelligence that's applied to this. But sadly, there's also a degree of luck in that you have to you, you you could have just you could have just entered retirement at the wrong time. And you had nothing to do with you had right. nothing to do with poor planning. It just is what it is. Right. So you've got to begin to position your investment assets leading up to that so that if those things do occur, they're not going to affect you in the same dramatic way. Right. The number one risk in retirement for people on the, uh, heading into retirement today is sequence of returns risk. And I'm talking if you're eight years out from retirement right now, or maybe you're just into retirement, in the early years of retirement, if the market goes down rather than up, it can dramatically change the outcome long-term for you. So if somebody enters retirement and the market doesn't drop for 15 years, well, <laughs> great. They've been selling high those first 15 years. If the market goes down in the first years of retirement, in the first five or 10 years, now we're selling low and that can change the game. So we ha- here's the fundamental truth. If you take one thing away from this, I want to simplify it. Have a minority of your assets on the sidelines in something that's principle protected. Uh, being able to, we can talk about this in a different episode, but being able to get a decent interest rate is the challenge when you're looking for principal protection. And that's something we help a lot of people with. You need to be able to get a decent interest rate without having the money at risk. And I'm not talking about just putting it in bonds, right? Here's the thing for the last 40 years, interest rates have been dropping. We are in the greatest bond bull market in history. When interest rates go down, everybody wants your old bonds that are paying higher interest. So they'll pay you more for them. So interest rates go down because it's predictable income, folks. right? Principal interest rates go down. Your bond values go up. But what's happening to interest rates today? Interest rates are going up for the first time in 40 years. For many people who are listening, your entire investment career, interest rates have been going down. Now they're going up. That changes the game. When interest rates go up, the new bonds are paying more than yours. So people are willing to pay you less for yours. Interest rates go up, your bond values will lose. So we can't rely on bonds as our principal protected pot of money anymore. 
We've got to have other asset classes outside of stocks and bonds. Right. And so, you know, in essence, what, what Elijah is talking about is for, for most of you, you understand, you know, we, we use these acronyms and terms a lot, but when you talk about equities, equities are investment equity within companies. Those are stocks. That's what we're talking about here. And so when, when you, they're going to have the highest return over time, they're going to give you the greatest return over time. However, as you move into retirement, you need income. You need to have principal uh, protection to ensure that you don't lose your principal, which is generating your income for you. And you need to be involved in things that are going to be more predictable, but will return less. And so your risk to the market fluctuations is dramatically decreased so that you don't get beaten up badly. I right. mean, that's really what we're talking about here. Right. We have a minority of the money on the sidelines that's a shield for the rest of the assets so we don't have to touch the rest of the assets when the market's down. We can have a minor, a majority of the assets out there growing for long-term investment returns. So as you're younger, you have a greater tolerance to risk because you have more time in your trajectory to deal with the ups and the downs. When you move into retirement, your tolerance to risk and the way that you invest completely changes and you need to begin to move in that direction long before you're going to retire. That's why you got to talk to these guys at Great Waters Financial. We're going to take another break here and be back talking about what are you going to do in your retirement? How are you going to position to be successful in that retirement? And look, it's not just about income. It's not just about assets. It's about what you're really going to do and what it's going to cost and how you're going to plan it. We'll be back in just a moment. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you're structured improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels and Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's CYA21. 
1.com. If you're in a financially challenged situation or want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. My name is Todd Rooker. When you want information on today's most pressing economic and financial pressures, who do you talk to? Their attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, mortgage brokers, and real estate agents. Everyone has a different opinion, and these professionals do not always work well together. It's not enough to find an expert in one area. You need a comprehensive approach that addresses all of your concerns and enables you to create an overall plan. I have over 20 years experience in this highly specialized field, and it is my job to work with all of the professionals previously mentioned and know much of what they know, allowing me to provide you with a cohesive and unbiased strategy that addresses everything related to your situation. I will help you to strategically plan for a financial crisis, minimize the damage, recover quickly, and most importantly, help ensure that you're never here again. You have a lot more options than you think, but don't waste time. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. That number again, 763-559-3800. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price, that is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. We have Elijah Kovar in studio with us and has his handsome young man, Gianni, Gianni riding shotgun along with us here. And we're talking about what are you going to do in your retirement, all the pitfalls and challenges and how you're going to position yourself to be successful, not just with the investment side, but of course, also what are you actually going to do? What are you going to spend your money on? And how are you going to spend your time in a meaningful and passionate way? Uh, The next thing that I I think is really, really interesting, this is a statistic that is is out there. An estimated 70% 70 of 65-year-olds will require some form of long-term care later in life. Oh, my God, 70%, Elijah. Um, And I, I I think a lot of these folks have no idea how much money we're talking about and where's that money going to come from and what if they what if they have a spouse and one of them goes into into nursing home care and they don't have the coverage it comes out of their investments and where's the other person going to be left let's say as the surviving spouse thereafter right right and here's the thing about this one a lot of people don't know how to plan for it so they kind of have it in the back of their mind. Including the financial advisors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most financial <coughs> advisors don't even have a plan. They've got an investment strategy, but they don't have a cash flow plan that projects what asset balances and cash flows are going to look like throughout retirement. We need to have a comprehensive, customizable plan to be able to predict these kind of things. And then we look at, okay, does the money last throughout retirement? Well, yeah, for most people it will. 
right? But do you have a large enough nest egg that you're prepared for these what-if situations? Do you have, uh, for some people, they have um, insurance policies where the insurance company will pay for their long-term care costs. For a lot of my my clients, they'd prefer to self-insure these types of things. But either way, we've got to have a plan. We've got to know what it looks like. So we want to look at Meaning first, they're going to pay for it <coughs> out of their assets. Yep, right? just pay for it out of pocket. <coughs> um, so we want to look at a situation where, for example, if you're married and one spouse goes into the nursing home for three years, the average stay is 2.44 years in a nursing home. Um, so if they go in uh, and that drains a half a million dollars at age 80, which is very likely that might be conservative, uh, then how much <sighs> is left for the surviving spouse what happens to income? Which Social Security payment do they lose? Which pension payment do they lose? And is that adequate to meet their monthly expenses? How much do monthly expenses decrease by? We have methodologies for determining all of these things so that we know if the surviving spouse is going to be okay. And if you're married, make sure that you have this conversation. Make sure that you have a plan to make sure your spouse is taken care of. I realize a lot of people who are interested in this type of a show probably uh, have their hands on the controls when it comes to the finances in the household, and maybe your spouse isn't as involved. You need to make sure you're looking out for your spouse. It is not about you. It is not about how competent and smart you are with your finances. you got to look out for them. If they're trusting you, you need a plan so they're going to be okay if something happens to you. And uh, for, for the gentleman here listening, if that's you who's, who's kind of wearing the financial pants in the family, so to speak, if something happens to you and you go into the nursing home, uh, it's likely that your wife is going to outlive you. Statistically, women live four years longer than men. So how do we make sure that she's okay? Have a conversation, run the projections, know if you can self-insure for long-term care, know if you need insurance for long-term care, or if the coverage you have is adequate for your plan. And when we take care of this, people have a lot more peace of mind to know that they can retire successfully and go out and frankly spend and use their money for the things they want to use it. You don't just have to hoard it all when we know we have enough. So if you're not self-insuring, that means you've got insurance. Right. Long-term care. Right. And that, you know, as as you talk about this, when, when, you, th- when you plan, one of the biggest challenges you have with people is that they, they don't plan. They base everything right. on the fact that it's the best case scenario. Well, you right. just heard that you've got a 70% statistical chance and that's, remember, that's either one of you. So if you've got two people, 70% is pretty high that one, it's going to happen to one of you. Right. right? And, sure. and here's the other scenario. There are more than twice as many women as men in nursing homes today. You know why that is? It's because the husband gets sick, the wife takes care of him, then she outlives him, and now nobody's there to take care of her. So we've got to make sure she's got a big enough nest egg as well to be able to make it through the nursing home type situation. So to do your retirement planning without this consideration is to be deficient in your planning for certain, for certain hands down. You cannot overlook this catastrophic type event. And, and here's the other thing. If we don't plan for this, you know what people do? They accumulate a big nest egg. They never spend anything just to make sure they always have enough. And so many times people have way more than they actually need and they neglect to go out and create the memories that really matter. Use some of that money for the things that matter. Have enough to get through these situations. But it doesn't mean you have to save every penny or that the nursing home is going to ruin you. Right. I've sat down with people that are going to have millions of dollars in their 80s. And maybe it costs them a half a million or even $1 million to pay for the nursing home. But that still means they've got a couple million off to the side that and, they can actually you know, As you're saying those numbers for most people, you're just blowing their minds with these numbers. And these numbers are statistically accurate. When he throws out these big numbers, I know a lot of you are going, oh, come on, it can't be that much money. 
Oh, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it you, is that you, much. You max out your 401k for a few years. And, yeah. And people, that's that's where they end up in retirement. A lot of uh, listeners, that, that may be you. For some of you, it may be the reality is it's a few hundred thousand dollars. For some, it's a few million. It's it's the same for everybody, though. You just have to have a plan to know if you're going to be okay. The other thing I will say that is that you touched on that is so important. There are, in every relationship, there tends to be one person who controls and manages the money. That is a big mistake because when you leave that person who's never managed the money you know they trust you implicitly and right. you do everything for the better of the two of you because you're the you're looking out for well what happens when you dump that into somebody's lap and they have no clue how you've been doing this all these years is it any wonder that people many times in those situations burn through the money in a fraction of the time that you would have expected because right. they've never managed the money before it has to be a team sport you right. have to manage money as a couple let's take our our break here we'll be back with Elijah Kovar talking about your successful, enjoyable, passionate retirement. We'll be right back. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-462 for a free consultation. Hi, I'm Kimberly Naibo with the Kimberly Naibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnaibo.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to homerentalsystems.com or call now, 612-701-4375. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. For convenient offices in the Twin Cities, greatwatersfinancial.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Okay, wait for it. Hey, welcome back, everybody. That's not what I wanted to play. It isn't what you wanted to play. Dance, 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 dance,
you know, pays the bills and makes the decisions. If you've done that your whole life, you need to begin to transition and make it a team sport leading up to this time because one of you is going to be left without the other. That's that's a pretty high probability. And if and if you're the one managing the money and you're the guy uh, because, you know, you're the control freak <laughs> <laughs> and uh, statistically, you've got a higher probability of dying before your female spouse well, then you really want to make sure that if you really do care that you're helping her learn how to manage the money in your absence. And that is, right. I think, really important. Absolutely. So, you know, we talked about long-term care. Um, I, I don't know, how, we don't have much time left, but there is also something to be concerned with, which is the taxes. Yes, taxes and Social Security. This all kind of goes hand in hand. And we teach classes on this regularly uh, on a weekly basis throughout the Twin Cities that you can find. These classes are phenomenal, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, you just go to our website, greatwatersfinancial.com. You can sign up. They're free to attend. No cost, no obligation. But uh, we're going to talk about how Social Security claiming and taxes go hand in hand. And that is so overlooked in financial planning. It's not all about the investments. Social Security is is one of the biggest uh, retirement planning decisions that most people will make, but they have a lot of bad assumptions about this. Like it's it, we 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 have a workshop that's the five most common Social Security myths. One of them is that the break even point is all that matters. It's not. There are so many considerations, uh, such as a cost of living increase on a larger Social Security payment if you delay. The difference between your payment at 62 and if you wait until 70 is a 76% increase in your payment for the rest of your life. What that means is if you, if you wait till 70, that the pay raises that you get every year, the cost of living adjustments. 8%, right? Are, yep. Well, uh, the uh, raises once you turn it on. Uh-huh, right. are 76% larger every year for the rest of your life. How does that factor into your break-even point? Spousal- you, you have no other investment that will do that. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Ta- tax planning is another big one. Do you have an overall tax plan for Roth conversions, for net unrealized appreciation, for tax-free capital gains? Do you have a plan for this? And how does your Social Security claiming strategy impact that plan? We've seen people draw early, and it blows up their tax plan. Well, most people don't have a tax plan. They don't even know what they're missing on. And then the last thing is spousal death risk. If your spouse outlives you, which payment do they get to keep? They get to keep the larger of the two. So maybe instead of both people delaying to 65, maybe one draws at 62, the other draws at 70. That would be much more favorable. We get the same amount monthly, but if one spouse passes away, the survivor gets to keep the larger of the two benefits. So having the larger income earner, consider delaying till 70. There's all kinds of things that people are not thinking about like this, just missed considerations that we talk about in the class just to get your wheels turning so that you can be informed when you make this social security decision. Well, you know, it's interesting because the average employee, the the person who's worked for a company and a corporation, 
All their taxes have been taken out of their check automatically. Taxes has for their entire lives has been just a, a, a non-issue. Right. And they're not accustomed to being concerned with tax strategy and tax efficiency. It really doesn't even show up on a lot of people's radar screens. Right. Out, right. Of, out of three periods in life, one period is spent in retirement. That is the period where you will pay a majority of your taxes if you've been a saver. There, there are tax time bombs that we have to be aware of that we talk about in this Social Security class, like age 70 and a half. What happens at 70 and a half? Required minimum distributions from those 401ks and IRAs. You've been deferring taxes for years on those. Now they're going to force you to take them out. And for many people, it puts them into a higher tax bracket for the rest of their lives. Uncle Sam's going to get their money, whether you need the money or not. They're right. going to start taking their tax, your tax liability on that money. Right. So we'll and, talk about what you can do today to eliminate some of those taxes down the road. And, and tax minimization strategies and tax efficiency are the most important thing you do because it's something that is static and guaranteed. If you make, if you execute a tax strategy, you can be certain that this is the way it's going to work out. Out, at least in that tax year until they change it. So the right. great news about that is that that is different from an investment plan where only thing time, it's like the weather. The only time you can tell me what my return was was after I got the return. Tax efficiency is different. You put together a good tax strategy and you can stand on the fact that you benefited to this degree. And that's right. significantly valuable, right? Right. Absolutely. So got to have that plan. What kind of Roth conversions are you doing? If you're charitable at all, we talk about that in this course as, as well. With tax reform, a lot of people can't write off their charitable giving. You may be frustrated with that. We'll show you how to get those deductions and take the big standard deduction with tax reform. But all of this ties together with our Social Security and our IRA tax strategy. Well, the interesting thing is you can be you can you can you can give to the to the charities that you be, that you believe in and care about, and invariably wind up doing better financially as a result if you do the proper planning. Right. If you're charitable, we save people tens of thousands thousands of dollars in their taxes because they're charitable. Go to greatwatersfinancial.com, check out their website, check out their classes, and do for sure get a free evaluation from Great Waters Financial. Elisha, thanks for have, for being on the show today. Great being with you, Todd. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500.